We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you that if you uh, ever miss a show, first off, shame on you. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Bombardier announced last month that Wichita will be the home of its U.S. headquarters. The aviation manufacturer cited a skilled workforce along with the Wichita Service Center as its world-class flight test center programs for the decision. The company announced there are 500 job openings available across the U.S., with 200 of them in Wichita. Joining us now to bring us some insight onto what this means for the local economy is Wichita businessman and county commission candidate Ryan Beatty. Ryan, nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Hey, John. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, brother. Uh, I mean, this is this is big news. It's a. I, I was glad to see some of the coverage that we saw. The local media, uh, Bombardier's footprint in Wichita includes an expanding service center that supports the Bombardier family of you know Learjet, Challenger, and Global Business Jets. Wichita is also home to the newly renamed Bombardier Defense Facility, correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great news. And I also saw the they're actively recruiting to immediately fill these 200 jobs in Wichita at, with likely more jobs to come. I mean, it's great news for the local economy, right? Yeah, it's wonderful, John. It was a win that our community really needed. Uh, for a variety of reasons. But what it also signals on a regional basis, on a national basis, is that we're competitive here uh, in, in this region here in Wichita and Sedgwick County, uh, that we're ready for business. You know, I've always said as a business person, but now as someone running for political office, that we have all the right ingredients here in this community. We have a skilled workforce. We have a diverse workforce all the way from the executive level with Coke and, and, and aircraft manufacturing plants, uh, all the way to that manufacturing base. It can do all sorts of uh, types of labor. So uh, you, you mix that in with the 
the ingredients of an incredibly attractive cost of living, uh, great schools here, particularly in the, the suburban areas of the, of the county. It's just, listen, John, we have a wonderful makeup here to attract big business uh, to stay. Uh, and the investments that we're making here, honestly, it's a big win for our community, uh, and it will have a trickle-down impact and effect uh, for a lot of citizens here in the county. Well, I have to ask you ab- about this, Ryan, uh, mainly because I, I know that you're following it, you're keeping an eye on, in particular, what Lacey Cruz is up to, because you know Governor Kelly was there, Lieutenant Governor was there, Jerry Moran, Congressman Estes were all in attendance for the announcement as were a number of state representatives, state senators, Wichita City Council members, county commissioners. But Lacey Cruz was not there for the announcement. It's a big deal. It, it affects, you know, a lot of Wichitans, a lot of Sedgwick County residents. And, you know, Lacey Cruz was AWOL. And I'm just curious. I know there were a lot of folks that were curious why she chose not to attend such a major announcement that, that impacts people in her community. Yeah, no, it's a fair question. Uh, I've I've even raised the question uh, because what it does is it signals to the business community what the commissioner in District 4 thinks about this announcement. Uh, So what was most frustrating for me, and I'm at the point in the campaign that I'm trying to uh, really draw the contrast, really, between uh, Commissioner Cruz and myself in regards to the things we focus on in regards to the worldview on our role of government, what we believe the county government should and shouldn't be doing. Um, and I think what was most frustrating wasn't simply that she missed, but she also uh, sent out a Facebook message shortly after that she's, uh, she's not one for photo ops, that she's in the trenches with the people. And, uh, and so I think that was what was most frustrating for so many people. I think we had a senator there. Our congressman was there from the 4th District. I think every other elected official was there but Commissioner Cruz. And, and, and my point really is that it, it, we need our local uh, elected officials uh, to signal to the community, to signal to the business community, to signal to Bombardier that, hey, we're here. Right. We support this. We'll rally behind this. This is a win for our community. Uh, in, my, um, in my district, my county commissioner uh, chose not to attend, and, and I was concerned right. about what she was it's not a photo op. It's showing support for a major employer who's trying to grow jobs in the community. And, and OK, so let's say she calls that a photo op. Then let's talk about going down to Andover, because last week she chose not to tour the tornado damage in Andover with the rest of the commission colleagues. So I get that. Let's say, you know, was that a photo op, too? You know, we're paying her $100,000 a year. You'd think she'd have enough respect for the taxpayers to show up for work once in a while. I mean, it just seems like that's complete disrespect. That's not a photo op. That's going down there to try and connect with folks and show that you care. Apparently, she doesn't care. Well, to be fair, uh, there was some talk that she was traveling. Well, Ryan, I I get that you're trying to defend her, but I also saw Facebook posts where she was campaigning. I saw that she did attend two campaign rallies and went door knocking while wearing her official county issue name tag. So it seems to me like she's got priorities out of whack. She can't attend, uh, you know, uh, uh, she can't go tour the tornado damage. She can tour a job opening, but she can go door knocking in her in her ID and she can't go down to Andover, but she can do campaign events. Well, I think it's a broader issue, and what we're asking is, what do we want our elected officials 
to represent? What, what do we want them? What do we want them to be? And I just think we're so desperately in a season in our community to where we're looking to leadership as we're looking to who's going to cast a vision and all these issues that we're having not economically and with inflation uh, and this budget that they're uh, discussing right now at the county level, all with the backdrop of inflation and increases in property appraisals and property values, and uh, increases in property taxes are coming unless they do something different. Uh, we have all these issues in the backdrop of COVID and all the decisions that were made with shutdowns and, and mandates. And I think it's fair for a community to say, hey, who can we look towards? Who can we look towards to lead us through this, uh, this season in our community? Who, who's going to cast the vision to where we can get behind Who's that going to be? And that person, the first responsibility that individual has is they've got to show up. They've got to show up. They've got to take a stand and say, I'll be the person. I'll be the individual. Get behind me. Let's go. We'll guide this thing to a new season in this community. And when we look to Commissioner Cruz, she wasn't there. No, just the bottom line. And, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that you're being fair, probably more than I am to her on this. I mean, I but I'm frustrated. And I, I've talked to folks that live in her district, and, and and she is the most radical. I don't think she represents that district, and, and I think people also need to not forget that she was the one who pushed for lockdowns and mask mandates while violating it herself. Let's not forget that she was the one who was pushing for all the mask mandates when we saw Facebook posts, posts of her not wearing a mask and not social distancing. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the issue of property taxes, because this is also someone who votes for property tax increases and wants tax increases and yet has never signed the back of a paycheck. She's only signed the rather has never signed the front of paychecks, has only signed the backs of them. And I think it's time that we had someone in that seat who understands what it's like to create jobs. And and I think that's so important. You're right. And I'll tell you here, I just I, I filed a little less than three months ago. I just finished. This last week, my 80th meeting, uh, to where I'm just taking the posture of just listening and just learning and just talking to people within the district, organizations, other elected officials. I just want to. I just want to listen. I want to learn. And what I'm hearing is a lot of frustration. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that we're not discussing enough is what is the fruit of the decisions of COVID management, not just nationally but here at home. Well, what's the fruit of this? And if you really listen and you take the posture of listening to what people are saying, they're concerned is when you shut down an economy, when you continue to just uh, push divisiveness uh, all throughout our community, whether the rhetoric you're using, the leadership you're choosing to embody, what happens is it creates this undertone in our community of negativity and pessimism. Um, and, and, and a lot of that is factual because we're now feeling it. Everything we do from, from everything we're spending to uh, from, the, from at the pump to the grocery store, all of the goods that we're buying, all the services that we're buying, everyone is feeling the pinch. So this is all on the back of, of COVID management that really just kind of sucked the life out of the community, really. And what we're looking for now is, hey, who's going to lead us through this? Who's going to take us to this next level? Uh, and, and when we look to District 4 right now, this is one of the reasons why I'm running is I just don't feel like we have a representative that says, hey, I'll take us there. I'll value the individual. I'll value our our small business community, I'll value the people that these increases in property taxes are going to hit the most, the working class, the small business community, those that are on fixed income. I'm going to look out for them. I'm going to fight for them. That's the frustration I'm feeling as I'm talking to people in our district. That's why I'm running. 
Well, and I think it'd be nice to have someone who actually thinks that the solution isn't government. And I think that so often, especially through the pandemic, everybody seemed to think that government was the solution instead of allowing people or individuals to provide for themselves. And I think we need to get back to a state where we recognize that, that individuals need to provide for themselves and not look to government to be the big big well, John, brother that takes care this, of everything. You're right. Well, this is the, the, the real battle, not just in this, this election or the election that I'm contending for in the in county commission, but really nationally, it's really a battle of worldview, is what role of government do we want to prevail uh, as we go to the polls here in, in, in the primary in August and then in the general in November? What role of government do we want to prevail? I believe that government is best used as a conduit, not the catalyst. The person I'm running against, our current commissioner, she thinks that government's the catalyst. She's going to try to grow government here locally to do some of the things that we can do, not just privately, but we can do with our nonprofit community. We can do by being more efficient, more effective in the government institutions that we do have. I'm telling you, you're going to see this play out as they go through the budget process at the county. The government, the county government in Cedric County, we are out of bandwidth, John. They are out of bandwidth. There has got to be some guardrails set up where government's going to continue to grow and the services that they are doing are going to continue to become more and more inefficient. What we saw with EMS this last year, John, we're going to see this with county fire. We're going to see this in the, in the, in the detention centers. If we continue to grow government and not use more and uh, uh, more wise measures of how we're, of how we're managing government here locally, we're setting ourselves up for a decade of problems. Well, we but don't, now we don't want time. that and we can't afford it, frankly. <laughs> can't afford it. We've got to get guardrails in place. We've got to get better and more efficient government. It doesn't start by growing government. It starts by leaning government out, making it more efficient. We can do it. We can absolutely do it. But we've got to do it now and we've got to do it this November. Well, Ryan, I, you know, I really wanted to have you on to, to just, first off, I had to find out if it was true that she's been kind of AWOL, for lack of a better term. But I also wanted to just touch base with you again and find out how the campaign's been going. If folks are interested, they can find you online at Ryan Beatty. It's B-A-T-Y dot com. And on Facebook, it's Beatty for Sedgwick County, correct? That's correct. Well, brother, I appreciate you. You've got a, an uphill battle. She's the incumbent, but she's the most radical of all the Sedgwick County commissioners. We we appreciate you, brother. You know I'm behind you, and I certainly hope uh, it will come uh, come November. The the voters in Sedgwick County will be behind you as well, brother. Well, thanks, John. We're just going to keep speaking hope. We're going to keep loving on people, man. Keep working hard. We'll I, get it done in November. I appreciate you, my friend. Carry on the fight, brother. Okay, John. Thanks, bud. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 